listening to D-Watch Radio, 107.9 on the dial, and motherships taking off, father bears, husbands, and the working mamas getting me. Yes, 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 it is Lamonti F and Co, and me, Monty, the genius, and we're here to spill a little bit of Gamma radiation. That being said, this is the Poppy and Bambito show. Um, we want to give a shout out to Wave One Media Networks. This is the Empire Power and Respect Network, and this is the Poppy and Bambito show. So with that being said, it's a small segment to get you introduced to the personalities behind the personalities and how um, indigenous Aboriginal father and son or poppy and son relationships work. So we're going to give it to you live and so... That being said, welcome, son, to our show. I'm glad to be here. Let them know how it feels to have a poppy in your life. It feels great. I'm not even kidding. It does. I mean, not many people out there have them. Not have that. I mean, it's great. So what is it that you noticed as you begin to grow up um, in a co-parenting dynamic when it came to other boys your age in school, like, did you see them with fathers? Did you not see them with fathers? And how did that affect them and them being your friends? How did that affect you? Well, to start, when we went on field trips, I mostly see that some of them couldn't afford it, but also when they did come, it would either be their mother or they, or their auntie. I'm like, where the, mother, where the dad at? Mm-hmm. He'd be like, the dad was never there. And I'm like, whoa. He's my best friend, and then he, and then I have to do something about this. So I'm like, it's okay, man. I understand. I understand the struggle, but then I realize my dad's in my life, and I'm like, ooh. You don't understand the struggle. <laughs> so with that being said, um, how important do you think it is to have a poppy in your life as opposed to not having poppy? And when you've not had me around due to whatever circumstances, which has been far from in between. How did that affect you anyway, even for just a, a short time, say, if I was working or just grinding out? Well, mostly when you're gone, I mostly feel sad, but then I take that and I put it into my stories or my Patreon page where I make logos and stuff for my merch. That is awesome. So let's get to that. The Hunters, which is going to be an upcoming script uh, penciled, pinned by you, and we're going to be... Uh, Getting a good artist, uh, soon to be mentioned, that was provided by one of our producers at the network. Um, just let us know about the Hunter's inspiration. It kind of comes off like Peanuts, you know, meets like, I don't know, Milestone Comics. So how did you get inspired to make the Hunter's? Well, it came from mostly watching Marvel and DC movies my whole life. Then I realized I could possibly make my own. So I decided to make my own. The first character is Ice God, also known as John. He's a normal uh, high school kid who was stabbed in the in the arm with this ice meteorite, and which granted him ice powers. And then there's Ice Flamehead. He used to be a normal forensic scientist like the Flash. He joined the team before he even had superpowers, but then it all happened when his superpowers flared when um the enemy coin master tossed a penny explosive penny at him and he blew up wow but he didn't die well sounds interesting sounds like there's a lot of activity going on in the story i haven't had a chance to really dial in, but i did skim 
one thing that I'm sure that the youngsters out there that go to your schools and former schools that you've been at would like to hear about is what got you into this blogging thing. I know for me, I used to just, you know, do things with you live and you were at one point trying to call yourself a savage. And I was like, I don't know if that's good for your image. No. And then you came up with Mighty the Genius, which I thought was ingenious. So I was like, yeah, we'll run with that. And so you had something to say about a particular celebrity youngster. And at first I wasn't paying any attention. You're like, I got 200, such, so and so, I'm like, a the average father, yeah, whatever. And then I noticed you kind of hit a stack. Tell us about that. Well, I first of all, I started the blogging page because I used to watch uh, YouTubers like Corey X Kenshin, um, Mav Attack, PewDiePie, uh, mostly Cub Scouts, Jacksepticeye, and other people like them. And I just got inspired, so I started my first video. And then on the topic of the other guy, Ferran, who was a part of the royalty family, and uh, I was just saying, like, how can you really love your mother if you play pranks on her? You right. can never really love somebody if you just play pranks on her. Now, physically, my dad told me playing pranks on somebody is like lying to them. So what are you doing? Right. I mean, it's all fun and games if, you know, you don't wear it out. But I think that I think that kind of affected you uh, subconsciously, too. And, I, and, and we see that that's how media does have power, even with, you know, uh, people your age. So you found yourself at one point in time kind of playing pranks yourself, didn't you? Yeah. And I mean, maybe that was your way of trying to make a communication or connection. Uh, sometimes you might feel distance from your parents because you're growing up and everything. Um, with that being said, this is um, the segment um, in the Poppy and Bambito, which is going to be merged with what we're later going to call Follow the Light. If you see that backdrop um, on the show, then Follow the Light, what we're trying to do is enlighten you individuals on indigenous aboriginal interactions, be it relationships, be it uh parent-son, parent-mother relationships. And we just want to bring a little more illumination to things that are going on in Indianapolis, Indiana, and abroad, but making this the central core arena for subject matter, um, dealing with people like myself and my bambito. So that being said, um, I definitely would like to close out with um, pretty much you and reading and what do you like in school and what do you don't like about school go well me reading personally is what got me into the stories and writing them and mostly I get my inspiration from my friends at school Sophia um people like um my best friend Malachi he's always had my back since I came to that school Gunner even though I found out about something okay. I didn't want to find out about him um and I just got that from my teachers. They were always there to support me, even though some of them stabbed me in the back sometimes. And it was perfect. I, I mean, I got most of my inspiration for writing from school. That's awesome. Education is inspiring you. Who are some of the people in your school? Because I know that before that you were going to, we won't, well, I guess we won't say the name, but there's a particular school that you were going to. There's a couple schools you went to prior to this one. And uh, we do want to give that school a shout-out. So go ahead. Give them a shout-out. The school uh, you're at now. That school I'm at right now is Pike College Park. We want to give them a shout-out. Thank you, guys, because you've been doing a great job. So we won't mention the other two schools at this time. But let's talk about those experiences. We've got at least two minutes. Go. 
Well, the experience I had with the first school I went to, they they always treated me like I was garbage, so I didn't really have anything to do with that school. Then I left that school. I went over to the other school. Then that school was too far away. My mom couldn't pick me up if I was sick. Then they just kind of treated me like garbage in that school, too. Hardly even noticed me. It was like I was Casper the Ghost or something. So I was, I left them alone. Then I came to the school I am in now. But before that, I went back to the first school and gave them a second chance. Nah, partner, that, that school wasn't it. So I went over to the other school, uh, Pike High School, Pike College Park, and now I'm doing good. Right, because we wanted to make sure that we could find a good fit for you, and that's what's important in co-parenting relationships, especially parenting relationships, period. And you have to have a certain faith in the father or the dad or the poppy um, to make those decisions. Uh, and now that we're here with about a minute left to go, your honest opinion, you can tell the world with, uh, with tactfulness, am I a good poppy? Yes, you are. So go. Reasons why I'm a good poppy. Uh, one, tough love. Two, picks me up on the weekends, even though my mom claims not Buys me stuff, even though my mom claims not. Uh, spend most time with, spends most time with me, mostly, and uh, just love him. Awesome. And the reasons why I love my Bambito is because I created him. What more reason do you need than that? So that being said, uh, this is the Poppy and Bambito show. We want to give a shout out to Malachi. It's over there. Another one. And we want to give a shout out to Mr. Wyatt and Mr. Chance uh, for giving us an opportunity to do it big for the father-son groups out there all over the world and in Indianapolis and Diana. Moreno la waza, cuatro la vida, which means the culture celebrates forever. And this is the first segment of Empire Power Respect Network's Papi and Bimbito Show. Yo, so we're back. I am Lamani F. Co., and I have a wonderful guest with me. This is... Uh, Hazon. Uh, uh, Hazon Mephis. Right, of? Yeah. Of uh, uh, SKR, you know what I'm saying? Slum King Renaissance, uh, Frontline Enterprises, uh, right. you know. What got you started, man, before we get into it? Um, shoot, man. Um, man, just really, uh, I always had a passion for music. Um, I always wanted to be a part of a team, and, you know, of... Uh, you know, of a collective uh, of, uh, you know, unique people, man. And and just really, um, you know, putting my talent out there, man, and, and just really letting people know, you know, uh, you know, my side of it. You, you got the glove. Yeah. With that being said, we want to welcome you to the uh, second part of the segment. And this segment is Exposing the Brothel. I just want to try to get to know him for a quite few second um, interlude or intermission introduction uh Basically, so y'all can know this brother comes from a vast array of soundscapes, thoughts, process. So we'll be on the um, the fake book a lot of times, and uh, you know they like to try to censor and you know uh, you know fact check. So we're gonna do some fact checking ourselves here, and so exposing the brothel um, in the follow the light segment in association with Empire Power Respect Networks via the Wave One. Media network. All right. Anyway, I just had a moment. But basically, what we're going to do now is get into the Thothanian revolution. Now, we're going to get into 
why in Indianapolis, Indiana, is it hard for indigenous men and women to match up, link up, even when there's so many social media platforms, not to mention statistics say three to six million so-called African black American women cannot find husbands or boyfriends. Go. Uh, man, the whole uh, foundation of that, man, stems from, um, I mean, you know, uh, it's about the image that uh, so-called uh, black men put out, too. Um, it's not just um, them. Right. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in how um, we carry ourselves, too, uh, not... Saying below the bottom type stuff. Right. So, so like... Always want to rob a bank. Yeah, so with that being said, you know, like, uh, you know, most most women are uh, attracted to the gangster lifestyle, the thug lifestyle. So they can you feel me? Attached to those type of guys, and then so the uh, the, the the guys put that image on, and you know, it's like making it more making it more stronger, making it more uh, you know uh, bigger. Out, now, out see, here. that's interesting. You said that because you know they always go back to that. You know, good girls love bad guys. But yeah, I also right. say this, though. Um, what I see is there's a revolution that's happening. And uh, I believe um, I was talking to a brother, Malik. Um, great, great shots out to him for the engineering. And um, we were talking about uh, basically hair. And there's a movie called Bad Hair. That was a message, but I seen you guys weren't following that. So, you know, you still want to put other people's hair in your hair. And there was questions about that. And so we got into the fact that women are putting in fake hair because they want to simulate as fast as they can whatever they think a man's fantasy is or their fantasy in order to get across a specific energy and or vibe. But that being said, it's more so now that all of a sudden brown women want to wear their hair, but it's still a fad. Instead of it being naturally something they want to do, they see, you know, Jill Scott, Andy Stone, or Erica Badu, or, you know, uh, SZA, someone like that, you know, NDIRE doing it. Oh, I want to do that. I wanna... But they really aren't from that life or really not trained true to that life, which brings me to the, fin the finality of this is that what we need to do is influence ourselves more to be true to ourselves more. And then when we go into a whole relationship or situationship, we won't be so lost because there's trends everywhere. You know, my son can't get his head out the phone, but, you know, that doesn't mean he's going to turn into a robot as long as I'm there. But as he gets older, it's up to him to make those decisions not to. Right. Um, you know, going back to, um, I mean, you know, the uh, the women uh, not being themselves, it's uh, got low, it got uh, a lot to do with so, uh, low self-esteem issues and self-love. Absolutely. If the self-love is not there they're going to take on the appearance of something that is other than. I agree. And in order to get, um, you know, uh, you know, other, you know, like the other, you know, men to right. be attracted to them. And uh, it's the same thing like with the, with, with the, you know, with the brothers, you know what I'm saying? It's like they take on the appearance of, and, and, and the, um, the attitude or the, the, the ego of, you know, saying something other than to, you know, attract a certain type of energy. And, you know, like that, you know, that's a problem. Absolutely. Uh, so now, how do you feel about what's going on right now in Indianapolis, Indiana, when it comes to situations, relations? What have you seen with us having about, say, about four minutes left on the clock? Uh, well, we'll expound, expound. Uh, so like, so my thing is, is that I think that 
prior to this 2021, 2020, 2019, even 2018, I seen Indianapolis back in the day, and it seemed like they were more in tune. Women were definitely shakers and movers, and regardless of how they engaged, they had they had a system of support and confidence, mm-hmm. and also where it's gotten to a level that I don't think that the brothers are as attentive or receptive. Therefore, there was kind of a slippery slope that happened. Yeah, right. So how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, it's just like, you know, uh, man, community action, man. We got to uh, come together, man, and, and uh, really uh, do away with, um, like, you know, outside interactions, man, like uh, I'm a, the distractions, rather. Right. Um, and, and just focus on us getting back to um, getting back to the found, you know, the foundation, man. But, you know, nobody wants to do it the old way. That's true. Um, you know, uh, so, I mean, you know, that's just, that's just really what it is all in a nutshell pretty much. Uh, no doubt, man. Exposing the brothel. You know, this is going to be some topics that we're getting into. We definitely want to say much love and gratitude to Hazon for coming on. We got about three more minutes on the clock. And um, understand that this is the beginning of the end for all you sucker cluckers and fuckers. All you guys that were on social media, I told you it was coming, Moreno La Raza style. It's expose time, baby. So for all you females out there crying about, I want to get men. If only you had a job. I'm just looking for a man that's got a job. When will he ever get a job? Oh, God, I'm so by myself. And you want somebody to feel sorry for that ass? We're not going to because there's too many arenas and there's too many outlets for you guys to connect and level up. Mother Earth, that's what we're talking about. Mother Earth being the provisionary provider, the nature and the nurturer, the one that pops the titty out and gives the baby the breast milk. Men don't do that. Women do. So get your mind right, get it together, self-influence, self-uplift, and maybe the men will peel their pants up above their assholes and their ass cheeks because women are the inspiration for all mankind. That's Caucasian mankind. That's Asian mankind. That's Italian mankind. That's indigenous aboriginal mankind. Ass is an eye catcher. So kiss your ass goodbye because your ass belongs to your higher power. And with that being said, I am Lamani F. and Co. This is Exposing the Brothel, Empire Power Respect Network, here to give it to you raw, direct, with tack, all facts, no opinions. So, I guess, man, I guess we can just kind of talk about where they can find you at. Oh, man, you know, hey, man, you know, hey. I'm a renaissance man, so, uh, you know, hey, you come to my, my Instagram page, all you're going to see is music on there, man. I, I, I love music of all genres, man. Uh, man, you can, you know, uh, hit me up at Frontline Trenches uh, uh, 7, Frontline underscore Trenches 7. Frontline is spelled F-R-U-N-T-L-I-N-E, uh, you know, underscore and then Trenches, T-R-E-N-C-H-E-S, and then the number 7. Serious inquiries only. Don't be bothering my brother with that bullshit. If you don't like yeah. the prices, take a hike then. Uh, yeah, you know Lamonti F & Co. Google me, baby. I want to give a shout-out also to uh, the BB Gambini Entertainment Familia, uh, Boneyard Entertainment Familia. Once again, 120 East Market. You guys have been so great to me. Shouts-out to Rome Garrison. Shouts-out to Layman Brewster. Shouts-out to Ted Hardy, Mason Archie. Shouts-out to the whole Wave 1 Media Network. It is a new day in Indianapolis, in Diana Entertainment. This is Holly Annapolis, bitch. Get with it. Yee, 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 yee.
<laughs> but no, um, real, real talk, guys. I just want to say thanks, man. And I think that uh, a lot of things are evolving with COVID. And um, I just want to encourage people to definitely voice yourself with tactfulness. There's always a way to voice yourself. We're in a great country, but we have just been led astray. And it's not anybody else but our own self. If we seek more of the light, if we just follow the light, then we will have more epiphanies. We will create more brain children. We can create better children. And in a world where we have the opportunity to be the most wealthiest people that the world or the face of the world has ever seen, and these things have happened throughout time. So everybody is probably wondering, when are we coming back? In about five minutes. Yeah, so this segment right here, Empire Power Respect Network, is called Follow the Light. We introduced it as a backdrop for the Poppy and Bambito show. But in this particular segment, what we do is we just want to send a luminary uh, rants and raves um, on a linear, lit, geodesic format. So uh, our guest has uh, opted to stick around to see how we get down, um, and it's a beautiful thing. But... Um, what I feel right now, guys, is that we need to kind of do for self. We need to kind of bring ourselves into a more molecular, electric vibration. Right now, as Indianapolis, Indiana, is now dubbed Holly Annapolis by yours truly and has been for some time, Empire Power Respect Network is dedicated to the empowerment of the mind, the self-help and the self-uplift of indigenous cultures all around the world, starting right here. I, myself, am a mestizo Caribbeano. Shout out to Deloise Palo Cole, who brought me up to understand that one's culture is so, so important. I wasn't able to speak about it for years because my mother was very ashamed of herself. There's a lot of reverse racism going on there. There's a lot of self-hate. There's a lot of prejudice more so because what I want to explain is I have to draw back a little bit and rewind. I won't say racism, I'll say prejudice because racism is okay if you're uplifting your own race, your own tribe. Every tribe deserves to respect and honor their forefathers and mothers and their ancestors and lift them up. But when you get to hating on people because of how they dress or because of how they talk or because of how they stare at something or because of what they want to drive or what they don't want to drive, their end enters into a level called prejudice. We should be more accepting of oneself before you can be accepting of anyone else. So when we're looking at these things, half will agree, half will not. All must unite for the survival and the future of humanity. These things have to be meditated on day and night if you want to get your masters, your bachelors, your associates, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, if you if you want to get a little more cash, if you're trying to make network, if you're trying to build relationships with other individuals. Your background and backdrop matters, but your opinions do not. Facts are important. Your truth is important, but your opinions is like an asshole. Everyone has it. So that being said, let's be more in tune with who we are first. When we're in tune with who we are, we can respect others. When we're in tune with who we are, we don't care what anyone else thinks about us because we know what we think about us. These things are what brought me to the dance, brought me to Mason Nachi, brought me to Mr. Chance, Mr. Wyatt, brought me to so many illustrious people. I uh, want to give shout out to Drew the Black Drew and George for all the work that they gave me as a bodyguard yes i am a bodyguard and the link will be in the description for you to contact me via email if you need a little self-help if you need a little pick me up if you need a little encouragement you want to know a little bit about international law and numbers and how to get yourself together on that level you're talking to someone who does not own a car i don't give a damn about a car one day i'll get a car when i feel like it that hasn't stopped me from 
pursuing my dreams, pursuing my visions. And I did that on purpose years ago because I wanted people to know that it's not the money or the possessions or the materials that make the man. It is the man that makes the money, the currency, the, the potential materials and possessions. Your hands, your labor, your work, your arm and hammer is what makes the bread, the butter, the beans, and the meat. Because I don't do bacon. That being said, I want you guys to stand up here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Now, probably Annapolis, if you're in any kind of industry, if you're in any kind of motive, MO, motivation, if you're in any kind of dialect that talks about getting up and getting out there and getting it, stop being fucking lazy and stop being so self-absorbed because there's a storm coming. And we got to be ready for it. The only way you can prepare for a storm is if you get your drains clear and you get your safe house together. You know what I mean? And you get your raincoat. You get your umbrella. You see what I'm saying? Look at Texas and what happened there. Very, very, very interesting how they didn't have the same uh, drudges that Indiana had in order to do that, what, four-foot thing for the water to fall into. Now the pipes were busting, the stuff's been dried out. They said it hadn't been that way in almost 100 years, 80 years since they'd seen rain like that. Rain is coming, people, to wash things clean, to wash things clear. I'm not here to tell you what power you should look at, too. I'm telling you to look for the power within, and then that light will guide you. If you follow the light, you will never be lost. There's an inner light inside of all of us, and all we have to do is pay attention to it. It speaks to you in the most quietest of places. It speaks to you in the most quietest storm. Following the light, that's important. Following the light is what's going to wake those up around you. The illuminous views of your ancestors within. If you're from Switzerland, if you're from Africa, if you're from Bangkok, if you're from America, if you're from Indiana, if you're from Asia, if you're from Russia, if you're from Korea, if you're from the Philippines, if you're from the Swiss mountains, there's a light inside of all of us. And with that being said, I'd like to turn it over to our guests one more time before we close out. We'll give them about a minute and a half, man. Tell us about your luminous journey, brother, and what it is that you see can be better locally here in Indianapolis. Oh uh, yeah, well, um, I mean, man, you know, uh, I'm on a on a on a on a um, on a path, man, to really just you know just seek knowledge, man, and just be around, you know, good vibes and. And create a, a atmosphere for people to, um, you know, saying feel that good energy, man. Uh, negative, negative energy uh, can uh, destroy. You know, um, has the potential to destroy if you if you let it. If you don't have a hedge of protection around you, I mean, you know, you let you let it enter that hedge. You know, what I'm saying you have to uh, be able to have full control over it, negative or positive. You know, what I'm saying, but. Uh, you know, if you allow that to destroy, uh, you know, you know what you got going on, man. I mean, you will just, you know, just drag down. But um, yeah, you know, like with the music, um, like one reason why I got into it because that was my, that's my way of meditating. Uh, I meditate through my music. Uh, so like when when people hear my music, it's it's like really felt, man. Like cause my cause I I come from a deep place. Um, and you know I'm, I'm, you know, I put put I, I put it all, man, in the music. But you know that's yeah. that's that's pretty much what that is, man. 
Right. Yeah. And I mean, we go back some, you know, quite a few years and I, I can see the growth in all of us. Yeah. And it's incredible that it's brought us here. Yeah. Um, I know that there's a lot of so-called, you know, people who want to be in this, you know, in the indigenous part of the so-called music, so-called industry. There's a lot of people out there that want to um, call themselves businessmen um, or I, I think that the thing that gets me is the desire to do things, but not to finish. Yeah. The desire to do, but not to start. Yeah. That's, man, that's, that's, that's a, that's a big factor, man. Like, um, I was in that, in that realm, um, like a few years ago, uh, procrastination is a disease, man. So you gotta, man, that, that's a low frequency procrastination, man. Um, I had to get myself out of there and, and really get my motivation back up there. So I tapped into different, you know, genres of music. Um, you know, it just, just, just did not only music, you know, art and, and like, you know, like, like life. Uh, so man, that's, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's real deep, man. Man, once I started to showcase, uh, you know, my music, man, people's, you know, kind of blown away about it, but, uh, that's because I've been in the dungeons, man, just creating, man, I perfect my craft before I put it out. Uh, Cause I don't want to put shit on top of shit. <laughs> so uh, if you putting shit on top of shit, you doing it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? The thing that interested me about what you were saying too was that then you know as you begin to climb the mountaintop and and really begin to showcase your light, um, you were following the light within as we were discussing. Right. No one wanted to add to your light though. They weren't wanting to contribute or even donate. Um, more or less, just expecting you to give your light out with 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 no reciprocation. Um, what did that feel like? Man, you know, uh, after a while, I started not to give a damn because, <laughs> uh, like, I had to, you know, man, I, I live life. Uh, I don't complain about anything. Um, I don't talk on low frequency uh, levels. You know, I don't I don't talk about death. If any if anybody come around me and they talking that death shit, I'm gonna cut you off and I'm gonna send you away because I don't want to hear that shit. Cause <laughs> like I done been through, you know, a lot of stuff. I mean, everybody has been through been through stuff, but I I always what I always do is I always like um, you know come across um, you know material like videos and stuff that you know, and I'm seeing like children and stuff across the world going through, you know, stuff that's worse than, than me. So how Absolutely. could I don't have the obligation to complain about about anything. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta pick yourself up and not throw a a, a pity party because after I mean nobody nobody in the world cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> so throwing a throwing a pity party, I mean you no, nobody, nobody wants to be around that misery right. and all that. Nobody wants to be around that. I right. mean, 20, 2021, man, was hard. It was right. hard enough. Um, so, uh, like, I mean, now it's a, it's a new, it's a new uh, millennium. I mean, not millennium, but new it's a new decade. Yeah. It's the yeah. beginning of a new decade. So, new decade, new ideas, um, new missions, new goals. You know, what I'm saying everything has to, has to, has to renew. It sounds great. So, uh, yeah. With that being said, uh, we have uh, entered the end of the clock of this segment. Um, I definitely want to say thank you so yes, much, sir. brother yes, uh, Hazon, for coming on yes, um, and, and sharing your light yes, um, with Indianapolis um, by way of this brand, Holly Annapolis. Um, you guys, we're going to come back, I think, um, for a little bit more, and then we're going to close this first uh, grandiose uh, revival this is the revival of Indianapolis by way of Hadianapolis, and I just want to say that light is important. 
follow the light. So this is the last part. Um, Hazon was like, man, you might as well give him a taste of that Holly Napolis, man, um, dialogue. So, you know, first and foremost, we do a lot of things, and I'm not the one to uh, pub myself uh, or even up myself, but definitely look out for uh, New Tales from the Hood shit. It's uh, formatted like a musical soundtrack. Uh, Shouts out to the BB Entertainment family, Boneyard Entertainment. I'm not going to get into that right now, but they're definitely legendaries in the game, uh, legendary, and they've done a lot for me and my semi-professional career. So y'all go ahead and so support the music. You can stream this on all platforms. Um, the links will be in the bottom of, this, of the description where you can find those projects and check them out. Um, I'm definitely um, thinking you'll enjoy that. The G7 EP, way flyer, faster than the G6. That being said, um, Holly Annapolis is dedicated to really less expose uh, a bit of the end Annapolis uh, so-called African-American music scene, at least that that we're familiar with. So um, do you think that there are people out there, man, that are overcharging people and getting off with their music? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... that's of course that's, they is. They've done it to me. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's um, <laughs> you know, um, man, I mean, I, I look at it like this. When people, when people do that, it's making themselves look bad. And it's making... Like, cause word gets around, you know what I'm saying? Like when one person, when you do one person wrong, it usually spreads around. And that's not, that's not a good look on you, especially if you're one that takes it serious. Well, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about, okay, someone advertises something like, hey, um, I mean, my thing is if you see something for like 30, say for instance, you see something for like 30 or $40, it's an ad. You go after it, you get it, but then... They don't even have a place where you can cash out for it, so they got to go back. They send you the link, but they've rose it like $10 more than what they originally advertised. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, man, like, man, keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Keep it real from the, from the jump. And then, you know, uh, that that's – hey, man, first impressions count, man. Uh, man, when you – man, when you, you know, you do stuff like that, man, like uh, – I mean, you know, let, before you do stuff like that, just let people know ahead of time of what you're going to do, and then that way it won't create any, you know, animosity in a, or hostility, man, in the, in the midst of that, man. Why do you think there's such a desperation for people to want to be something but not really – well, let me rephrase that. So w- what do you think it is about individuals in the so-called African music, um, African-American local music hip-hop scene where they want to, like – put it all, like, bet the bread and butter all on one person. Because what I've noticed is people like to, like, get one person and then they think that they're going to pay all their bills for them. What do you think that's about? Uh, man, that's, that's, uh, man, that's just a, a money-hungry person, man. Uh, <laughs> Damn, okay. Yeah, hey, they, what, what better way can you put it out there? I wasn't even yeah. thinking that. Nah, man. man people, okay, so let's go, let's go there then. Money-hungry. So, so then, if, so, so what's up with the with a yeah, you know, I got my own business. I registered with the, I registered with the city and the state, but then, like, what after that? Uh, well, well what you mean, like? Uh, so, I, so I pretty much, it's like I, what what I'm saying is, is that somebody needs to hold clinics for these guys out here and these gals if they want to own their own businesses because they're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like every time I turn around, somebody's like, I got my own business. I got my paperwork and this and that. I registered with the Secretary of State. But okay, but do you know about fiduciary numbers? Do you know about international ID tax numbers? Do you know anything about that? 
people want to get paid for performing, but they ain't performing nowhere else. Yeah, man, they, they all that stuff. Uh, sometimes, man, people get word of mouth, man, but they don't want to do the research uh, to go, um, you know, learn how to brand themselves, man. It's more than just you know going and and and, and getting with the state, man, and and uh, getting you know registered and all that, man. You got to actually learn about the business too, right? Uh, Why is it that people don't pay attention to some of these shows like Empire, Power, that actually, you know, Caucasian Anglo-Saxon America, shout out to you guys in Hollywood, are spending millions of dollars to aim at people that are brown like us, even though they may not be exactly us. And these movies, these these movies and these series are doing great numbers, but people are still doing the same Rudy Pooh stuff. Why do you why do you think that is? Um. Well, you know, I don't really watch. I don't really watch. Tell tell a lie to your vision, man. I don't really watch that. But I get that. But what I'm saying is, is that do you think in any kind of way, do you think that like basically, if, I'm just saying for the average mind, not even like more expounded right. and luminous minds like ourselves, but on an average, do you think that it would be pretty wise to maybe pay attention to, you know, the schisms and isms, say of a movie of, of a series, should I say, like Power or Empire? Where they're literally breaking down the music game yeah. right then and there. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, For, to a degree. When 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 you you know when one you know watch those type of shows, and I mean, uh, like first, I mean, it's informative. Uh, you know, if you just look behind the show and then you know, saying get your own concept of how to you know build you know build your own thing up. Uh, you know, then then I mean, you got it right there. But I mean, it, like you can you can. Um, learn a lot from that type of stuff uh, if if that's what you're into. Right. Uh, and see, I like how you put that, if that's what you're into, and that's my point. That's what they're into, but they're not yeah. fucking doing it. But, I mean, you know, they, <laughs> they, looking at it, they looking at it like, oh, man, this is just entertainment. Oh, and, it is. And it's, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Absolutely. But, and so if it's entertainment and they want to be in the entertainment industry, so they say... Yeah. Why aren't they taking notes? So you pretty right. much kind of validate yeah. my whole point is it's right there in plain sight. Yeah. And I'm talking about indigenous Americans that call themselves black and African in this city. Yeah. They don't pay attention to stuff that's making millions and billions of dollars, but they walk around here and they're designer and this and that. And, and they think that they're a part of something. And at the end of the day, it's like, well, you could be a part of something if you knew what something was. Two words, man. Social status. They want to belong, man. See, man, like, man, that's that's a whole nother. That's a whole another segment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, That'd be for uh, segment two of Polynapolis. We can definitely yeah. get into that. I mean, and, and so and so, you know, you know, you you started it. I wasn't going to even do it. This I was going to leave it alone. But no, I mean, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to get into the name dropping and things. But I told you guys it was coming, and this is just kind of like our pilot to warm you up and get you ready and primed. But um, you know. I'm just sick of the shit, you know. I'm not here to like, oh, I think I'm somebody. I'm going to do what I do regardless. But nobody wanted to step up and sit in this chair. And I was just talking to the prince, Mr. Wyatt, about it one day. I was like, you know, I was like, man, you know, I just, I can't really do this. I mean, I don't want to be the face of really anything but what I'm doing behind the scenes on my own scene. He's like, well, you know, if there's nobody else, you got to do it. So you'll be surprised. The people around you know more sometimes than you do about your own life. Because sometimes we we lack that investment or attentiveness to our own selves. Yeah. That's why I'm here. I'm not here because I per se want to be here. Do you think I want to pay an extra bill? No, but sometimes you got to fucking step up. 
So for all of you fucking haters out there that have the stomach flu face, like Cat Williams said, kiss my ass through my jeans. Because if y'all was doing it yourself, I wouldn't have to sit here and tell you about yourself. Or I wouldn't have to tell you about what's going on because you would be telling somebody what's going on. Hopefully after these few episodes, you guys will get motivated. But nevertheless, it's all for Dragos out there, Boneyard Entertainment. It's all for Black Caesar. I was supposed to call him in today, but we were running behind. We will definitely pull him in on the next episode. We're going to pull in uh, Life Behind the Signs, my brothers that got me on from OH10 and had done a lot of record breaking in the industry. I'm finally out of my proverbial um, ooze of a closet to the world here in Holly Annapolis by way of Indianapolis, Indiana. It is all love. It's not negativity. It's not hate. But you'll either cleave to one side of something and you'll despise the other or you'll cleave to the other side of something and you'll hate it in that sense. So we say love, hate, kill, or take. It's guidance and betterment for the soul. It's communication, cooperation, and coordination. It's love, freedom, peace, justice, truth you know what i mean so this is where we're at and so i hope you guys have really been enjoying this um yes it's going to be a little hot and heavy sometimes you might think i'm talking to you but i'm not that's your inner self talking man, to you. in, man individuals know who they are man so i mean you know they're going to expose themselves man when it comes to that undercut and shit and <laughs> trying to trick and play and all that we we know all the tricks and trades because i mean hey it's some of us at one point in time we've done it right but when you move along from that type of uh mindset and you correct your 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 fucked up ways you know now you know now you can have a better relationship with yourself right you know what i'm saying because that's where all starts at self if you don't know how to treat self how can you, you know, learn how to treat other, you know, other people out there? You know what I'm saying? Well, speaking of last, I want to give a shout out again to, well, he, he knows who he is, but I'll say this. There are brothers that inspire me, that are younger than me, that will go out there, man, and run in the freaking code and just kill it. Tenacity, ingenuity, dedication. Listen, it's all around you. All you got to do is look. Seeking you will find, knocking the door will be open. Half will agree. Half will not, but all must unite for the survival and the future of these humanities. It's about the babies. It's Ladies, the babies. if it's about, about the babies, then you're crazy and you got rabies. With that being said, thank you for tuning in to Empire Power and Respect Network via Wave One Media Networks here at 120 East Market. It is not over. It's just the beginning. We're bringing you the Poppy and Bambito Show. We're bringing you Holly Annapolis. We're bringing you Follow the Light. And we're bringing you Exposing the Brothel. It's over for you, suckheads. I have come. <laughs> and that's a wrap. You are now listening to D-Watch Radio. 107.9 The Dell. And Mothership's taking off. Father Dell's Hustlers. <laughs>